Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Dynasty Wonderland podcast with me, the Mad Chatter, Ryan M.K., and again by my side, the man, the salary captain, Aaron Stewart. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much, man. It's a, it's a wonderful Monday night. We just got yeah. done with the Monday night football game. Mm-hmm. A little uh, interesting, to say the least, but I'm ready to cover it, man. How are you doing? I'm trying to wake up because it made me fall asleep. <laughs> not, not really but it, it was ugh. i'll just i'll just get right into it i feel like our streak of awesome primetime games has ended i mean sure there the, there are the people and you know and i enjoy a good defensive game but and demario De davis was fun tonight he was all over the fucking place but other than that and uh you know I mean, especially fantasy-wise, like, Camaro went off for the Saints. And uh, other than that, if not for one big, huge play from DK Metcalf, we would have got jack shit from the Seahawks. So I, it was just it was just kind of ugly. The Saints offense is just like – it's Camaro. Like, you, you know, the, there's not much else. And it, somehow they're 4-2. and two. It's just that, like, ugh. And don't get me wrong. If you had Camaro, you're happy. 179 all-purpose yards and a touchdown. So, you, you, you know, you're not disappointed. But nothing else. Troutman, Callaway each got a few catches, but it just – Traquan Smith returned, three targets, one catch for 11 yards. It's not a very good offense. The same with the Seahawks. It was – like I've said before, it, it, it was a little iffy when Russ was in there. And I was just hoping – and I talked about this on a previous – I was just hoping Gina would be just good enough, just – good enough that it wouldn't completely kill Lockett and Metcalf. And again, if you had Metcalf, you were fine because you had the one catch, huge catch for the touchdown. But other than that, I mean, let's see, where was Tyler Lockett at? Two catches? Two catches for 12 yards? Like, uh, and their run game is atrocious. Rashad Penny returned tonight for the, the tune of six carries for nine yards. Like, it just... Uh, so I imagine that there's a decent chance something happens with Russ and the Seahawks. Maybe we see Russ in a different, in a different uniform next year. Maybe he gets his wish. It's very possible. And what about one of my takeaways on this one is like Geno Smith is just typical backup quarterback. Like, and you can usually tell the quality of the, of, of your backup when they do get a chance to have to fill in for a starter for a few games and you see this game and you go technically no, what, no turnovers, right? I don't think there was any fumbles or anything from them. It, no. it was, it was like, it was a clean game from that aspect, but yeah, like 167 yards, that ain't going to cut it. Not in the NFL today. I mean, you have mm-hmm. to have a ridiculously strong running game, which they don't. without Chris Carson. Yeah. I mean, it's Alex Collins, 16 carries, for 35 yards clearly they don't have the run game to be able to have a quarterback have that type of performance uh from one of my fantasy leagues it felt dirty to do at the time but i'm so glad i did it was like i i benched tyler lockett in my flex and and it's a it's a team in a league where usually usually i'm starting a receiver in, in my flex because my receiver depth is so much better but i went with elijah mitchell and just I'm so glad because I, I did like, you know, you almost, you almost on a Sunday go, 
you know, Lockett talent better than the situation, mm-hmm. but Lockett in. I'm so glad that I left him on my bench for Elijah Mitchell. Sometimes you just have to ch- trust the process there. And yeah, after seeing the box score, and it was only three targets too. It was like, okay, really glad I didn't do any yep. last minute tinkering there. Well, in the game that Gino came in for Russ, when Russ initially got, that was the game I thought, okay, Gino might be able to carry, but it feels like he's gotten worse since then because he played all right in relief for us but the couple games starting it did so it's rough it's rough rough to be a seattle fan and the saints i mean again they're four and two but fantasy wise you can't count on anything but kamara and i like (laughs) i think they play the bucks next week oh man it's gonna be brutal and we we talked about this on the pod yesterday last night that dropped this morning on just how important this game was really for both teams, you know, for the saints, like, yeah, you, you mentioned like they're four and two and they're, they're having to do everything they can, including, you know, honestly, I go for them. It's a good win. Seattle's a tough place to play. It always has been. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you know, with, with, um, with Sean Payton and the, and the saints, they just go, Hey, we got to win on the road in a tough environment. We'll Mm -hmm. take it Uh, for, for Seattle. Now it's wow. I, I just I glanced over the box score to see that Seattle is actually 0-3 at, at home. They haven't won a single home game. Now you're 2-5. You are last place in this division. And he talked about the Russell Wilson, like possible trade rumors. And, and you're starting to hear it more because, of course, anytime, anytime that, that you stop winning games, that's, that's when all the rumors right. start to happen. Uh, you know, when, when Seattle's competing and everything. You'll hear that until probably the off season, but I think that's going to be a narrative that we're going to hear this entire season, especially with when you look and you go, Seahawks are last place in division, really don't have a shot at winning this division. Not with the way the Rams are playing at six and one, the Cardinals seven and zero. Like you, I mean, being just four games behind the Rams just feels like an right. insurmountable um, like, yeah, task right there. Like, I, I don't know. I highly doubt they can get back in this division. And when you sit there, last place in the division, you know, then you start going, okay, maybe we do have to consider trading Russell Wilson because it's not really on him. He's still great, but the rest of the roster is just garbage, just garbage. And I almost feel like because there was some of this noise with Russ winding out of there in the offseason. Yeah. And then unlike Aaron Rodgers, who kind of, you know, obviously that got a little bit uglier. He kind of, you know, showed up and was like, ah, that was made a big deal, a bigger deal than it really was. It's like, not, nah, bro, come on. You you said what you said. Do you know? And it's it's almost like they it, there's like an unwritten same kind of deal there where uh, maybe it was just the Seahawks like, hey let's see how this year goes. And then, you know, we can talk about moving on from Russ. It it almost feels that way to me and it's not going great. (laughs) So I definitely think that, I mean, not just for, I mean, obviously it's something Russ is thinking about, but I think now it has to be something that Seattle, if they weren't at least considering it before, they have to strongly consider it now because you got to do something that you, this team is just a yuck. It's a mess. All right. Uh, one highlight of the night, though, I will say was, you know, you get little bits of uh, the, the Peyton and Eli broadcast 
they had Tom Brady on and there was a, a bit where Brady's talking about playing against the two of them. And at one point he says, I'm much more preferred playing against Peyton. I liked those games better, uh, basically. <laughs> and, and they go a little bit longer and Eli's like, hey, Tom, I, I enjoyed all of our games. And it's like, of course you did. <laughs> it was just so good. The, the, the little banter right there. And so that, that, that was probably the highlight of the night, honestly, but uh, yeah. So uh, kind of a bummer for a game. Uh, you know, it stinks because uh, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed watching the Seahawks and it's kind of sad to see them what did, what they've become this year. So I don't know. We'll see what happens with them in the future, but that's what I, that's what we got for the game. And uh, yeah. What do you think about Thursday night football? This one, we should get back, get back going to good primetime games. Cause we've got oh. green Bay, the six and one green Bay Packers at the undefeated Arizona Cardinals. What do you think about this one, my man? And what, what an NFC matchup right there. There is one negative there because the news came out today. Devontae Adams is on the COVID list. Yes. And, and we don't know the status of these players in terms of whether they're vaccinated or not. And that matters. It, it does because even if Devontae Adams doesn't have COVID, if he didn't get vaccinated, there's, there's no shot as far as I'm aware that he'll be able to play yeah, in this no, game. Not a chance. Right, because it's like it's such a lengthy process that unvaccinated players have to go through. And, and, you know, for NFL teams, you do what you got to do. And and so that does kind of put a damper on it. You know, now now you you are sitting there and you're going, man, I really hope he's vaccinated so that if it just happens to be one of those, I don't know if it's like a fake positive or something like that. You hope he can get out on the field because (sighs) without Devontae Adams, Yes, there were some Packer players that we talked about in the last pod that that looked good, but that was more of a product of Washington's just horrendous passing mm-hmm. defense. And Arizona isn't anything to write home about. Like they they certainly have some problems too. But no, I think Aaron Jones yeah. has a monster game if Adams is out. Ooh, I, I I like that. I like that. And it you know you do start to go a little chalk. It's like if Adams is out probably play more Aaron Jones because you would have to think that he's clearly the second best receiving option, uh, even though he plays right, right back there. Right. And, and you'd have to think they get him more involved. But, but yeah, on the surface having six and one green Bay, seven and zero at Arizona and, and for Arizona too, it's like, we talked about the Rams, like the Rams aren't going away. Like thank goodness Arizona won that game uh, on the road, but it's like just losing one game and you lose the division lead. That's, that is crazy. Right. And, and that drops you from a number one seed to with a bye week in the playoffs to, to number five. Right. And I want to say there are five teams with one loss or less in the NFL, and they're all in the NFC, including the two teams that are playing Thursday night football. Mm-hmm. So it's a potential playoff preview. Right. And, and uh, you know, the, it, it does – maybe it's not really a revenge game there, but – you know, I do think of the Packers Cardinals playoff game from years and years ago, the Jeff mm-hmm. Janis game. You know, so it's uh, it's Jeff Janis. And, and these two teams, we know they're going to be in the playoffs. I mean, right. Green Bay's already got a three game lead on a division that just features Vikings team that's not going anywhere, the Bears 
the mm-hmm. bears and and the lions that are you know they're they're chippy but they yeah. we all knew they weren't gonna make playoffs so right interesting definitely a playoff preview what what's kind of your takeaway when you look at this matchup i see a high scoring i did um so i just think like fantasy points galore and i think it's gonna be a fun game i do um, I did actually forget. I remember reading the Devonte Adams news, totally forgot about it. So that does put a little damper on it. But again, like I said, I think my immediate reaction to that is Aaron Jones game. Um, and b- because the, yeah, regardless of position, he's, he's right there with Devonte Adams as far as um, <clears throat> talent and importance at the skill positions. So I definitely see that, uh, you know, I'm sure Tanya and Lazard get a little more involved, whatever, but Aaron Rodgers can make do more often than not. Um, but yeah, that's definitely a little damper. We'll see what happens with him. And, uh, yeah, I'm just excited. Cause I think it's going to, that's going to be a hell of a Thursday night game. So at least I hope, I hope so, but yeah. And the, you mentioned Devonte Adams, the COVID mm-hmm. situation. So few big names that went out of games this weekend. Miles Sanders, ankle injury. Sounds like he's going to be week to week. Josh Jacobs, he's going to be good to go, it sounds like, for week eight with the chest contusion. So it sounds like he's going to be all right. Zach Wilson, on the other hand, PCL injury, two to four weeks, it sounds like, for him. And I don't know if anybody saw, but it did, um, I did see that the Jets did trade for Joe Flacco. So we'll see what Joe, Joe Flacco and Mike White. So there you go. Like let let that sink in there. That Philadelphia, in which they they of course traded for Gardner Minshew in the offseason. They trade Joe Flacco and are able to get anything really. I want to say it's maybe a conditional fifth round pick. Yeah, I, I think right. it's a six rounder. If he plays X amount of games, it becomes a fifth rounder. For the simplicity, we'll say it's a six-round pick, but still, it's like you get a six-round pick for a quarterback that was never going to play for your team. Like I like what Philly's doing; they are collecting a lot of draft picks, especially just uh, about what a, a week ago. A week ago, they traded Zach Ertz, and right. Ertz had no future whatsoever in Philadelphia. They get a fifth-round pick, and no, it's but he's something... been nice for Arizona. You know, he has been. Speaking he of... has been, but but for Philadelphia, you know, and Philadelphia. It was a smart trade just because they weren't going anywhere. Like, right. why why not get a draft pick? Because they're they're at that point where it's asset collection and trying to rebuild this roster from the ground up. And it's something like five fifth slash six rounders, and and those those add up. Like, mm-hmm. there may only be one that hits, but like the reason you acquire all those draft picks is you want as many throws at the dartboard as possible so just the fact that yes indeed you got something for joe flacco like what what the heck and that may mean when you talked about zach wilson it may be that he's more of a four-week uh time right. period than two weeks i don't feel like you trade a kind of valuable draft pick because i don't get it from the jet standpoint i don't why get it at all yeah why are you giving a draft pick like if you were playoff contending and you're like, oh man, starting yeah. quarterbacks out, right. and we need someone to like, you know, to to steady steady the team, kind of keep things rolling, you could justify that. You're the they're Jets. Going they're going you just nowhere. you just gave up 54 points. You got curb stomped by the Patriots for a second time this season. Why are you giving up a draft pick for? I mean, how old's Flacco at this point? 35. 
35, 36 years old. Right. I may be wrong on that, but Flacco at this point of his career, he's the guy that signs those one-year contracts, gets two to three million, holds a clipboard, probably looks okay holding a clipboard. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he will shock us because we're clearly going to see him in games. To me, it's a lose-lose because if Joe Flacco's terrible, would you give up the pick for? Mm-hmm. However, if he's any good, I mean, you still had to give up a pick to get him, and it's not like you were going anywhere, like you said. So now you're just what you're trying to better your team, like you might as well, you know, keep, keep losing. So you get higher pay. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so you get a higher shot at an offensive lineman or a skill position, something to help your young quarterback. Like, I don't know why we're, to me, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. It's it's mind boggling. Except other than it's the Jets. Then you go, well, the Jets did it. Oh, oh, okay. The Jets did. Now it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. It's about the only justification. The Jets did it. <laughs> right. All right, buddy. I don't know, man. I, that's all I got. We, you know, we got uh, a lame-ass Monday night football game. I mean, it's all right. It, it was football, so I'm, I'm not going to complain too much. And then we got look ahead to what, what figures to be a very fun Thursday night game. Little injury news in there. And, uh, yeah, we move on. Love it. Love it. All love right, it. buddy. Any final thoughts at all from you, my friend? Just the one thing I want to mention to, to, to the listeners of the show. If you're listening to us on YouTube, of course, like and subscribe to the video. If you're listening to us on podcasts, like, hey, any, anything, uh, you know, a thumbs up there, a review, just or, or just share the podcast. Like, if you really enjoy what we're doing here, you, you got to let your friends know. Like, we've we got some good stuff. Please, please. So. That's right. It, and make sure, make sure, of course, you follow our Twitter accounts. Follow the Twitter account of the Dynasty Wonderland podcast as well. That's at DW underscore pod. You know, just, just help support us. You know, we like to, you know, we don't do it for the, for the recognition. But, you know, when you start seeing some, uh, some likes there, it, it certainly helps kind of motivate us to keep going. So please support the show. Well, you'd like to know that, uh, that what we're doing is, potentially helping some motherfuckers out you know what i mean like that that's the goal of all this so you like like to know if uh, hey if the listeners are going up that means you must be doing something right you must be helping some people out so that's that's the point but yes everything aaron said i second it and we are off into the night into the night and back on thursday you know to recap which should be a fun game and look ahead to Until next time, my friends, stay safe, stay vigilant, stay bad, all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you later. From the chatter, the captain, we're out of here. Ta-ta for now. Later.